Uh, good afternoon, everybody. This is Scopey Pia, as well, along with Yankwe Zaza. This is another episode of the Post Game Narratives. How you doing, Yankwe? I am great. Uh, it's Labor Day weekend. You know, just mm-hmm. came back from our friend's uh, Ashley's 30th uh, surprise birthday party. Want to give a little shout out to SNM Experience. You guys uh, cater as well. Great food and the bartender, my boy Jake Kirk. Great, great drinks. Check them out. They're in Garfield, New Jersey, guys. So anything else you can say by Yankwe. He knows how to, you know, connect with people. Yeah. Whatever, however he does it, he does it well. Listen, when you're a great person like I am, I'd be trying to tell you. <laughs> you well, I don't know. Certain people might not agree with that, but hey. Listen, when you're a lion, you don't you don't worry about the sheep folk, okay? Like that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. But anyway, how was your week? Eh, it was good. I mean. I was getting ready for this whole surprise party. I, you saw my attire last night. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kobe, you came dapper. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was that was the real 19-whatever look they was going for. I, that wasn't with it. I was like, let me just dress like a <laughs> yeah. comedian back in the day. Um, any new any new things you've been up to? No, not really. What about yourself? I know you got school coming up, right? Listen, let's not talk about uh, Dread Day for me, because after Labor Day... Back with the them little rugrats or little shits, whatever you want to call them. But you know, I'm just gonna enjoy it. Probably go out today. You know, mm-hmm. to the pier. Just just get out the house for a little bit. What about you? Uh, you know me. I'm low key, so low key cove. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. It, I get it. But um, you know, uh, just out here, just get ready to go back on the grind. Mm-hmm. I know you are as well. Yeah. Season starting up soon, so you guys start getting ready to go back to where is it? Um, well, uh, no, no, no. I got other things to worry about right now. Okay, so uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's always worrying season. But yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, the big story coming out last yesterday, obviously, it was um, Deion Sanders in his first ever game as the head coach of Colorado, and. Boy, did he make a statement. Coach Prime in the house. <laughs> I told, I said it. He beat TC, uh, they beat TC, TCU, who, if you remember last year, they got to the national, uh, college football national championship game. They beat him 45 to 42. And the, really the big star of the game was two big stars. One was obviously his son, Shador Sanders. He was 38 for 47, 510 yards, school record, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Man, it's playing on Sundays in the NFL. He's playing in Sundays on the end in the NFL. I'm telling you, I saw star talent right there, man. Some of the throws were great. It was on time. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, this kid is special. And they were only saying he was good because he good. went to HBCU. Come on, yeah. Now look at him. Look at him. What was um what was TCU's um ranking? I think it was 17. Yeah. Guess what? You out now. You out. <laughs> you out. You out. And I love Deion Sanders. Um press conference. He talked really well. He made he he called out all those people who said you weren't going to win. He told them in the media. He told them he's like I te- we kept receipts. You gave them game board material. I love it. I love seeing um new coaches come in, especially black coaches come in and take the world by storm. And remember, yeah. this this was considered probably one of the worst jobs to take. I mean, they were 1 in 11 last year. So <laughs> 1 in 11? Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to win more than one game this oh, year. For yes, sure. yes. And guess what? We will be tuned in for all of 
the gang of holler. They better put them all on TV. I'm not I'm not doing this. They they because college football they be putting a lot of bad games on on my screen. I want to see Colorado every week. They need to be on TV. I mean, the next game is against Nebraska, and I I saw that they were underdogs, which Nebraska lost to Minnesota on Thursday. So. Nebraska's not even a good team. The Nebraska put up ten points in a loss against Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> what, what are we talking? How are they the underdogs? But see, Coach Prime, I believe in. You. I imagine the lines will move up by the time Saturday rolls around. Another big star was Travis Hunter, who he went he went to Jackson State uh, because Dion was obviously his legend as a corner, and he was actually, he played both corner and receiver, and uh, see his numbers here, he had 11 catches for 119 yards, he had three tackles, one interception, over t- 110 snaps, and I, I was listening to the broadcast, Gus Johnson asked Joe Klatt, what do you think he's better at, a receiver or a cornerback, and he said he didn't know, so that's the that's the type of talent this guy has. I remember, they were saying throw it to Hunter when he had that interception, man read that play like a book, I loved it. I'm tell- and to play both sides, yeah. you understand. 110 steps. That's that's probably majority steps of the game, probably. Right I there. was tired for him. I know man is in pain today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, listen, nah, playing both sides, you got cornerback and receiver? Nah, big bro, you better than me, man. You better than me. But didn't you, try, didn't you play both sides in high school? Yeah, but that's high school. College football is a little different. Like the speed's different because you got to understand mm-hmm. you're probably when you're a cornerback you're probably facing some NFL receivers so it's like it's a little more more different everyone's a little bit more physical mm-hmm. but you know I love it I love seeing it um I'm I'm hoping that this team does well I'm hoping that this team really does well I'm not saying they're gonna win every game but they should win eighty percent of their games they should win eighty percent of their games they that's what they should do yeah they're they're probably not gonna win the Pac twelve obviously because. SC and uh, Utah are probably favorites. Yeah. But next season, they're going to go to the Big 12. And the Big 12 doesn't have a blue blood team in that conference. So they could really do some damage there. And and obviously, the playoff expands to 12 teams next year. So they could be, they could easily be a top 12 team. They could get in. Coach Prime, we rocking with you. <laughs> we rocking with you, Coach Prime. We rocking with you. But, you know, that leads us into topic, topic number two. Uh, Olympic track star Noah Lyles, he had uh, some big comments to say. He said he was wondering why uh, NBA champions, why are they sometimes declared as world champions? And what do you think about that? Bro, come over here and play. That's what I want to know. They're talking a lot of stuff, and I'm like, that's not even America's A team right now. The best player on the American team literally is Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Austin Reeves is great, but he's still a he's kind of a role player. I'm like, you guys are not facing any of these top tier talents. I'm like, all right, come play in the NBA. Then you'll see who's really good. And don't get me wrong, I agree with his comments, but I'm just like, yo, so these these are some of the best players in the world. You know that. I agree. Probably shouldn't be called. Yeah, because he the. When you look at these sports leagues like the NBA, the yep. NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, they're the best they're yeah, they're the best athletes from all across the country playing exactly. in North America for whatever respective team that they're playing. So they from a technical standpoint, he's right. These these teams they represent wherever they're from. Exactly. Like Denver. They represent the city of Denver, Denver state yep. of Colorado. They don't really represent all across the world. Mm-hmm. So I do get his point on that respect. But their best player? 
It's not even from America. Yeah. That's what the best player is. The second best player is Canadian. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, at the end of the day, these are still the best players in the league right now Mm -hmm. who are playing. So I get what he's trying to say. I understand it. But I'm just like, mm, if if it was just a bunch of Americans playing, I'd be like, okay, I kind of understand it. But it's Mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. If you look at it, a lot of the best players in a lot of sports are not even from America. Yeah. Base MLB, it's the... It's Latin America. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not. But, you know, to each his own. But. And let us be clear. He said that for a reason. He knew. He said that it would get attention on him. Obviously, the uh, 2024 Paris Olympics are coming up. Mm-hmm. So, he wants people to know who he is. And now people know who he is. But, and that, and, but, but I'll also say this. You better perform. Oh, better perform. Oh, because guess what? We will be watching yeah. all of your games, and we'll look at your stats. Don't Dylan Brooks yourself, my guy. <laughs> Don't Dylan Brooks yourself. Where you talk too much, and then you get a he's got at least He's got to at least get a medal. At least gold medal. At least one. Bro, you can't even get bronze. If you get – I'll give you silver, but that's it. I ain't giving you – I'm not giving you no respect for no bronze. But we'll see. We'll see. It's coming up soon. It starts um, – It's going to be like next July. Next, next July. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. You know. Yeah, well, I'll definitely, we'll definitely be looking forward to seeing what Noah Lyles I'll does. definitely be talking about it. I'll <laughs> definitely be talking about it. Now, the big story in the NFL is Mike Evans. He uh, recently said that uh, he wants a new contract with the Tampa Buccaneers, and if he doesn't get that contract, he wants to be out of there. So, what do you think about that? He's coming to the Patriots. He's coming to the Patriots. Realistically, what do you think is going to happen? He's not going to get the contract. He's 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 kind of older. He's older now. You you honestly know the uh, the league doesn't spend money on receivers like that. Like, yeah, there's always it's like it's well, it's not becoming the running back because the premier talent will still mm-hmm. get the money. But if you're not like top five, you're probably they're probably like, eh. and now Sam Bit Bay is probably in a rebuild, so they're not gonna want to pay him that type of money, especially if you're in a rebuild because you're gonna want to go get other pieces. You're gonna be and think about it, they're still gonna be looking for the quarterback because I don't think the Baker. Experiment's gonna go yeah. as well as they think it and is. I don't know tracks. I don't know tracks is the guy either. There's no guy in Tampa Bay right now. They're they're clearly in a rebuild, and you're not gonna pay a receiver who's kind of older big money. Yeah, he's, he's like not, thirty, I think. Yeah, yeah he's thirty. Yeah. You're not gonna pay him that type of money. But like I said, if he goes on that market, Patriots, we need a weapon. Yeah, the trade deadline's in October, so that's something to watch. Obviously, the Jets have a lot of money, so that could be... No, no, okay. Can we stop? Like, not everyone needs to go to the Jets, all right? Like, it, <laughs> all right, hey, that's... I, I know, I get it. I get it. They've become that new... They've become that team like the Yankees. Everybody wants to go there. The Lakers, everyone wants to go there. That's what they've become. I'm just like, how much money do they have to pay for all these... Well, Aaron Rodgers took a pay cut. That's, that's true. Yeah. And you, for the Jets, this is really a win now. They yeah. don't have another year. They, well, they have... They do have another year. I mean, this is really their their chance to win. They they can't they can't wait. But you know, like I said, we'll see. Uh, Mike Evans, I don't think I don't think he's gonna be on the Bucks uh, much longer. Yeah, whether it's October or next season. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't see them paying him. We don't a rebuilding teams don't pay for. Um, they don't give out max contracts like that. They're they're, they're gonna give everything in house. Mm-hmm. So Mike Evans, my guy. Best of luck to you, but. It ain't going to be on the Bucks, bro. It ain't going to be on the Bucks. So, and then our favorite segment. All right, Pepper Takes. Pepper Takes. 
All right, our first topic is uh, the brand new Undisputed, as well as uh, First Take. Uh, we'll talk about them. The new and see what's your thoughts on seeing Michael Irvin, Richard Sherman, and uh, Keyshawn Johnson on the new Undisputed. It just felt like ESPN uh, bland. Like, I, I like Richard Sherman, but there's only so much like energy and talk way that they can have. I think they really realize that that first day, there are too many people on the set. They, they cut it down. Skip's not able to talk. You got, yeah, you can tell he was kind of, <laughs> Michael Irving is a, it's a character in itself. So he's all over the place. Well, I think about it. He was pumped out for months. He it, was on TV. Exactly. You know, and then you have Richard Sherman. He's another personality. Keyshawn's another, another personality. Person, yeah. personality like, yeah. There's too many personalities on that show, and I think I think they finally realized that. That's why they started cutting it down to at least maybe one. Well, I think Michael Irvin will only be there Monday. There you go. Now it's Richard Sherman. He has the Amazon game, so he probably won't be he there. He won't be there as much. Yeah. I think it would really be him and Keyshawn. Yeah. And, and I don't really want to hear Rachel Nichols. Like, listen, respect, but She's never been that type of person to me to act, really want her opinion on sports. Like, well, she's trying to rebrand. Obviously, the whole fiasco happened in ESPN with her Maria Taylor. So. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But once again, sometimes you got to stick to what you know. But I'm 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 gonna watch. I've watched some segments here and there. It's not the best to me. But it's something different. It's something different. I I, I, I think that. Tim and Shannon their time was kind of yeah, yeah, it came they, to an end there. That, that was the. It ran its course, mm-hmm. and also, um, I, listen, I love Lil Wayne, the rapper. He's not a sports person. To me, the, the whole craziest thing is how him and Skipper are legit friends. Like, you see pictures of them oh, at no, their I, house and stuff. Oh, it's, no, I, I never questioned that. I knew Skipper was his friend from a long time ago. Like, Lil Wayne rides for um, Skip, Bell, Skip yeah. Bayless, you know, like, that's, that's his boy. Like, so, I, I can't even hate on that. It's just that... I'm like, how well versed in sports is? I mean, he's a sports fan. You hear when it comes to Green Bay. Well, you've heard in his raps. He's he's talked about a lot of stuff. I get it. I get it. I just don't want to hear. Yeah, I get it. I mean, like he'll get like a segment or two. I'm like, "Ah, one segment is enough. Like I don't. Like he talked about James Harden. I I can probably see him doing well with James Harden because he probably knows James Harden really well. Mm -hmm. So like. Like, those type of topics are okay, but I don't want to hear him like, oh, what do you think? That, that's not really his um, not his forte. I love the, um, what uh, Michael Irvin and uh, Richard Sherman talked about. With the whole receiver corner, which was harder. That's a great, that's yeah. a great topic. And now you have a cornerback there, and you have a receiver there, and they can tell you which one's harder. And I, not a lot, I do think cornerback's harder. Cornerback is harder because you have to do more because. Yeah, you got to look at the quarterback. You got to look at the quarterback. You got to watch out for the run if the run's coming to your side. Yeah. And you have to play the receiver perfectly without getting a flag. There's so much that the receiver can do. You touch him, that's a flag. So Sometimes you be in perfect coverage and they still catch the ball. Now you do. Like, I've seen Patrick Mahomes, corner, cornerback is right there and it can just get, get right by him. That's a touchdown. That That's that's tough. That, that's tough. And Rich Sherman's right. I know Michael Irvin was doing all the hoorah and all that type of stuff, but... And Keisha was like, oh, well, you used to be a receiver. You had to switch. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Uh, I, lo- I love that. Undisputed is it's not worried. They're not worried. They're not worried about the, the Undisputed. They're not... 
They yeah. can't worry about first take. They just have to do yeah, their own yeah. thing. They have to do their own thing. So And we actually got a preview of the Shannon Sharpens, Stephen A possible first take. We had some clips from um, Club Shay Shay we saw over the weekend. Uh, what you think of those clips? Loved it. Loved it. I love seeing two black men understand like, yo, let's raise each other up. I love their combo. I love the I loved what they were saying to each other. They were just like, yo, I knew you were the guy back in 2009 when Stephen A said he almost got kicked out of. Uh, no, he did. They, they let him go. Yeah, his contract was up. They were like, nah, we were, we were good. And I love the fact that even though they may not be the best of friends right now, Shannon and Skip, Shannon still took time to give Skip his praise to know that he gave him an opportunity to be who he is today. Because yeah, he said that he's he's a big star now and when he plays it yeah. NFL. Yeah. Cause, and don't get me wrong, top top five tight end. Yeah, but, I remember as a kid, yeah. But, like, I'm not going to lie, I remember for more his undisputed thing than his playing days. Like, this is a this is a, he's having two Hall of Fame careers right now, one on the field yeah. and one outside yeah. the field. I love seeing like that stuff from players, and I love that Stephen A. knew like, yo, this could be big. And I think they're both at that point where there will be no disrespect thrown at each other. Yeah. Like, I think that's the thing with Skip. I uh, I know Shannon loves him, but Skip, since he's always trying to look for. Uh, a gotcha moment, he's always trying to throw a little jazz yeah. at you, and like sometimes it's not warranted, but yeah, come on, he just spread to him for Tom, uh, Tom Brady argument. It's like, come on, what are you doing? Like, Tom Brady don't know you like that, like that. That's like me disrespecting you for um, uh, uh, a Patriots team. Like, I don't know anyone of the Patriots, I'm disrespecting someone that I've known for close to 15 years for a Patriots. That, that's that's just yeah. wild, like. And that's the thing about Skip. He's always trying to push the envelope. Sometimes he pushes too far. And now look, them ratings, it's whoo. Yeah. And they ain't going to get any better. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Because Undisputed, once once Shannon goes on there, he's going to pop a rating. Oh, yeah. That first, that first show, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like sometimes just doing things to do them doesn't really work. Because now... You're kind of you're kind of out, mm-hmm. and think about it. Shannon's working with the volume. He's he's working with Colin. Yeah. So he's keeping his foot in both pastures. He can still be working with you, but you you burn you kind of burn that bridge. So like Skip, this is on you, my guy. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. But nah, I I really like Club Shay. I love I love them. I love their energy. I love the way they were complimenting each other. They knew what each other was worth. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's empowering mm-hmm. to see that to see that from two grown black men. That's empowering. I love doing like that's why when we started this podcast, I was like, let's empower each other. Yeah, let like let's do that. Like that's what makes that's what gonna make this channel grow. Is that we always gonna feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have anything else to add to that, but I no I no that's it that's it. I love that. I love that. All right, for the next one, uh, let's be clear here. We're only talking about what we saw in terms of. What happened with this person? We're not gonna get to his political affiliation or anything about his political career. But to that point, uh, Mitch McConnell was seen once again freezing when he was talking to reporters. Uh, what do you make of this? All right, let's. We gotta put a ban on who can be in office too long. Yo, if you are past sixty-five, you gotta give up your office. It, it, it's too much. There, there are too many people who are older and. They don't. 
get it. Like, when I saw him freeze up, I'm like, this is literally Elder Abuse. This is what I'm watching right now. You're playing- yeah, let's, let's, like, I don't care about the people in his party. I'm talking about his family. Yeah. He's looking at everybody, yo, dad or whatever, dad, uncle, grandfather, you know, you've had your career. Don't you just kind of, you know, step aside, relax. Yeah. A lot of these people are a McDonald's Sprite away from, like, losing something. Like, bro, like, listen, the Bidens, the all of them, they're too old. Like, listen, we need some fresh blood in it. If they want to be, like, advisors mm-hmm. to the people, I can do that. Because, you know, they, they do know their stuff. But I just don't need them running the country. A lot of them don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. They haven't, <laughs> when it comes to helping the people. A lot of them haven't been poor and don't remember when they've been poor. So, like, how can you help something you don't understand? And then there was a capital uh, physicist who said that, uh, yeah, he's fine. I'm like, "Uh, okay. How much are you paying? How much are you getting paid off? Come on, man. Like, if this happened maybe once, I'd be like, okay, like, yo. Yeah, what happened, I think, a couple weeks ago, we we just laughed at it. Okay, maybe that happened once. But it happened again. No, I never laughed at it. I'm like, yo, this is elder abuse. This is why when I watch Biden fall, it's not funny. I'm like, yo, this is literally an old man out there trying to run the country mm-hmm. with the stresses of being a president. We see every – you've always seen a picture of the president when he first starts and when he leaves. Yeah, you see you see it. Uh, Obama, he had uh, – All black hair. And now he has nothing but gray hair. He has nothing but gray hair. That type of stress ain't needed. You can't yeah. put that on an old person. And you have to understand someone like Biden – He's always going to be caring so much. It weighs on his heart. Like, when he can't do something. Like, you don't need him in there. Like, something can happen to him. That's why I'm like, yo, Biden, please don't run again. Like, I, I'm I, I'm sorry. I don't need you running again. Like, if you want to advise the next person up, you want to be their support person, I'm cool with that. But that running stuff and, like, you're, like, in your late 80s, we don't need that. We, we don't need that. We don't need that type of pressure on these type of people. These older people need to start giving up their positions. But the thing is. Yes, they don't want to. Exact. They're a country club. They, they only allow the people they like. Mm-hmm. They only allow the people who look like them, and a lot of people look like them are sixty-five and up. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna let like. And then it's about term limits. Come on, they, they, if they could, if like McConnell twenty twenty next year, if he can run, he's gonna run. Nah, nothing's gonna stop him. These people do not want to see anyone else but them in charge. They don't want it. I always say older people are very stuck in their ways. They do not like giving up things that they think they can make better. And the problem is now, his age is catching up to him. Like, he he looks it. Like, I'm like, bro, I couldn't imagine his job. And mm-hmm. you're seeing it. He's freezing up on stage. He's probably, he's probably having, he's probably had two strokes and they don't want to talk about it because they're like, oh, no, he's okay. Alright, listen. America, this is what you, this is the people y'all voted on. Man, I ain't got nothing to say on this, man. This thing needs to be capped on. You guys have to start getting young blood in there. And the thing is, every time they want young blood in there, the young blood will say something that they don't like, they immediately go against them, yeah. and they ostracize you. And then everyone's like, well, why do the young people run? Because the minute you say anything that goes against them, yeah. they, there's, no, there's no winning. You can't win. Look at AOC. Look how look what she she's been ostracized by the Democratic Party. Yeah, they, you can't win. All these older people in there, they're they're stuck in their ways. They 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 don't been raised this type of way. I ain't got time for that. That's why when people are like, oh, you should, why would I want to do that? That that's a uh, you're just gonna stress yourself out. You're not gonna be happy, and I'm gonna leave anyway. So 
Good. Kudos for that one. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I hope he's I hope he's doing good. I hope he's healthy too, man. Just take, just go enjoy your go enjoy your grandkids. Go enjoy your time, man. Listen, go go on vacations, bro. Don't be doing this running the country thing. You're gonna <laughs> run yourself into the to the ground, bro. All right, the last one, uh, uh, the podcast is what it is. One uh, podcast we really enjoy. Uh, they announced that uh, Antonio Brown will be a contribute contributor during the NFL season. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I like what Cam and Mace have so much. The thing that scares me with AB is that I you don't know what you're gonna get from him every week. The first week he could be really great. Second week, something happens, he sees. Now, he's all over the place. He's mad. Um, him and he's going to say something about Ryan Clark. He says something about Ryan Clark every day. He just said something about Ryan Clark t- last week. And then, he, and, he retracted and then he retracted it. You don't need that type of energy on your air because sometimes it can damage you. Like, yeah, he'll bring in ratings because people want to see him. Mm-hmm. But then he can hurt your, your deal with sponsors because now he's out there talking wild. Like, this is why you got to... I always say you got to be careful who you bring into your circle. You can't let everyone in your mm-hmm. circle. And I get it. They probably want him on there because they want him to explain his side and, like, tell people, like, yeah, this is who I am and, and they, see and a different side of him. Or they can see as a train wreck, and then they could just be like, okay, when it didn't work out, they just laugh it off. Yeah, but sometimes you can't you can't be a train wreck all the time. Yeah. Like they, they already push the, board, the, the, the bound line with what a lot of the stuff they do. You can't just put another – Thing on there because AB can he can either weigh you down, and you won't have to let that one go. Yeah, and you, you can still have to deal with the consequences. So that's why I'm just like they just got their new deal. I love it. I love it for them. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, AB, it's a wild card. It's a very wild card. That can go really yeah, bad. Can. We've seen the stories about what he's been doing. Uh, he got um, what is it? He got a arena league team. They just disbanded because of all the stuff he was doing. This is what I'm trying to say. Not all. Oh, he's gonna get us a. He's gonna get us a something. He's gonna get us this. He's gonna. He, he's gonna say this. You. You don't. You don't need that all the time because then it makes you look bad mm-hmm. to to those sponsors. Because those sponsors, guess what? They are gonna be like, we 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 can't trust you. Not because you two, because him. Yeah. And then you lose out because you want to bring him in. Listen, Cam Mace, I love y'all, but I'm just saying, if you want to have him come in for a day, maybe two segments, do that. Mm-hmm. But to join, a little too much. You got If I was him, I'd do a trial run. A trial run. Mm-hmm. Football season, come in. Don't have him talk about Steelers. Do not have him talk about Steelers because he's going to go into a rabbit hole. And that's where especially he'll lose him. Yeah. You know, he'll say something about Tomlin. You know, he'll say something about Ben Roethlisberger. We don't yeah. need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. Have him. Don't have him talk about the Bucks. Don't have him talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. Don't have him talk about the Steelers. Yeah. Those are three topics you need to stay away from. But. Knowing Cam and Mace, they will want to bring that up. They might hint towards it, and then he'll go down that way. Yeah. So, that, but that's my that's my only that's my only qualm about that. But all right, that's the prep takes for this week. Uh, Fire! Fire <laughs> takes. I love them. All right, we move on to the world of professional wrestling and the big story that came out just yesterday. CM Punk. He is no longer a member of all the wrestling. As uh, Tony Kong in a statement on Twitter announced that uh, CM Punk has been terminated from his contract. And so what do you make of all this? Obviously, we know the whole situation with uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. They got into it, uh, the discussion all in. 
uh, where uh, Jack Perry made a reference to something about glass because uh, he was, um, I think, the week before on uh, Collision, he went to a spot with glass. He's everybody told him no. CM Punk also told him no, so he was mad about that. So he was able to do a spot where he, I guess, he launched himself onto a windshield, a Dumb. car windshield. Dumb. And then he made some reference to that's real glass. And obviously CM Punk was not happy about that. And after the, after the match was over, him and Jungle Boy get into it. And apparently also, as well as well as that interaction, he got into it with Tony Kong as well. And that seems to be the reason why CM Punk is no longer on with uh, AEW. Uh, what are your thoughts? Listen, sometimes just because he can do something, and I know Tony Kong really wants wanted CM Punk. He said he wanted CM Punk. From yeah, he said he was man. a fan. But if you always watch, and I'm going to give a little shout out to Job Materials Podcast. I listened to them yesterday. They pointed out that Punk has had a problem with people in the wrestling business going back to his ROH days. Sometimes it's not always worth the headache. And this is what the CM Punk thing showed me, that he's not worth the headache. Because uh, apparently, a lot of the older wrestling wrestlers are some of the most pettiest people. And listen, Punk has been uh, a diva for a minute. He's literally become Hogan without knowing he's become Hogan. Everything he hated about the older wrestlers, he's become. Yeah. And to me, it's wild that no one in his camp is like, "Ayo, my guy, you need to you need to relax a little bit. You're doing a little too much. You fighting with EVPs? Like, honestly, he should have been fired a year ago. Yeah, he should have been fired a year ago. You cannot disrespect the company while the boss sits right next to you. Tony Khan should have pulled that mic away from him and be like, "This press conference over. Let the next person come in, mm-hmm. and then you have to talk to him after." problem I have with Tony Khan is he's trying to be too buddy-buddy with his wrestlers. And Ben, ben I'll get, we'll, we'll get into And I was going to say, uh, this isn't over. If you think just because you fired CM Punk, oh, uh, no. CM Punk's going to sue. No, no, that, that's, besides that, I'm talking about within the company themselves. Because now the Young Bucks think, oh, we won. We, we got rid of Cody Rhodes, and now we got rid of CM Punk. Who's going to stop us now? So you just embolden those guys. Yeah, I don't like it. But he had to get rid of Punk. Yeah. But it's also like, how do you deal with both sides now? Because Punk is gone, I get that. But now the Young Books feel like they don't have to do anything because there was supposed to be a meeting where they were supposed to sit down and hash things out. The Young Books canceled it. So now, I now it's like maybe Jack Perry did that on purpose exactly. to Punk and get him out of there. And my thing with the Young Bucks are, you're the EVPs. You can't do stuff like that. You have to be willing to talk to talent. You're yeah. not just a wrestler. You're literally in charge of stuff. Like, that's like a boss saying, hey, I don't want to meet with my workers. What? Yeah, yeah you work in a school. Imagine your principal saying, uh, you guys had an issue. But, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to meet with my boss? <laughs> Come on. Like, <laughs> yo. And the thing that's that's so scary about this is that Tony's let this thing fester for so long that it happened. This Jack Perry thing with CM Punk happened in your biggest show ever. Yeah. But yeah. it. But it's because you you never nipped it in the bud. You just let it 
oh, I'm just gonna take them off TV for a little bit. No, you need to literally have a sit down and talk with these people. You can't. Yeah, here's the deal. That's what I would have done. I'd like that. Say, look, you guys don't have to like each other, but we gotta, we gotta, you know, cool as prevail, work things out, at least be civil. If you can't do that, you all gone. That's what you should have done, but he didn't do it. And once you didn't do that, guess what? Punk did what, did what Punk's gonna do. You see him. He's always throwing out little jabs. He's trying to be funny. He's, he's making fun of Adam Page. My guy, just relax. They don't talk about you. They can talk about you in the back all they want. But they never bring your name up on TV. You make it about yourself every time you try and talk about them. No reason for this. They gave you your own Saturday show just to be away from them. And you still got to talk about them. My guy, what more do you want? It's like Triple A said, you want to be a martyr. You want to be a martyr. You want to die on your sword. But guess what? You put the sword there. <laughs> you, no one else put the sword there but you. And everyone's like, he should go to WWE. Ah. I mean, die. Uh, I mean, most of the top guys don't like him. Roman Reigns doesn't like him. Seth Rollins doesn't like him. Apparently, I, I read something before I got here. That part of the reason why Cody Rhodes left was because he didn't like the fact that Tony Khan basically made CM Punk the guy and not him. So, because CM Punk's a dick, and when you are that, people don't want to mess with you. Listen, being an asshole all the time can wane people on. And you would know that. Well, right? listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm adorable, though, so there's, there's a difference. But uh, I'm but, just saying, you've had your experiences where people have seen you not the best light. And exactly. That's, that's and, and, and either you change or you, you go back deeper in your ways. Mm-hmm. And it seems like CM Punk just goes deeper in his ways. And he just, now this is what he is. You're, 40, you're 45. You've lost a step in the ring. A lot of people don't like you. Bro. Yes, yeah, this might be it for him. He's gonna have a dark side of the ring story, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long one too. It could be a two parter. Cause you know how many people are gonna want to get on that. Yeah. Like he he really doesn't understand. Like people really don't mess with him like that. The only people I know mess with him maybe the Kofi Kingston's. Well, they're not. Even, I don't even think they're friends anymore. I don't remember the last time they had any type of talk or anything. So. Uh, John Cena is cool with him, but I just think John Cena is just a PC guy. John yeah. Cena's never really gonna talk bad about. You. Triple H is going to talk bad about you either because he's in a different spot in his life. Mm-hmm. He can't, and he's a, once again, he's a boss. He can't talk bad about mm-hmm. maybe potential talent that he wants to bring in. But if a lot of your top, if the biggest star in the business, Roman Reigns, not messing with you, you really don't have many places to go, bro, because Roman's not going to want you on that show. Seth don't mess with you like that. Kevin Owens doesn't mess with you that because he's friends with the Young Bucks. So, like, there, there's that. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know, man. All these, all these pipe bombs, man. They, they don't warn, they don't warn you out. A lot of people don't want to deal with that anymore. I don't know what to say about him, but I just think it, Punk's a guy. You know, uh, if you've ever seen the picture of CM Punk as a teenager, you can see where the insecurities come from. And that, and he, that festered all throughout his wrestling career. He's had so much success, but for him, it's always been, oh, I need more. I got the world title. No, but I need ready for WrestleMania. And if there's ABW, he's like, oh, I want to be the locker room leader. He's always wanted to be that locker room leader, but he has made a show he, that he could be that. He's not a locker room leader, man. Like, And the thing is, CM Punk is that guy who gets a $500,000 raise 
He wants a million dollars. He wants what Cena got. Cena might get five seventy five, but he got five hundred. But guess what? Everyone else behind him got maybe three fifty, mm-hmm. four hundred. But because he's not that guy, he's gonna complain. And it's like, bro, what more do you want? You're not Cena. He wants everything, and and this is about everything in general, and not just CM Punk. But sometimes you can't have everything. You just can't. It's not possible. No, like true. I wish I wish someone had everything, but. Man, I still want everything. I don't know what you talking about. Wish I still want everything. If no, but I'm I, saying it's not possible for you to get everything. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I, I'm not, listen. There ain't no, there's no point in wishful thinking. Like I'm still gonna wish it. I'm still gonna hope <laughs> for it. Like, but like even I, if I was seeing from friend, I'd be like, hey, my guy, you can kind of need to chill, man. Like I get it, you're upset, but. You being upset leads you to say things that put you in a bad position all the time. Yeah. Sometimes, if you're mad, like, one thing I do, if I'm mad, I take a step back because I don't want to say anything that hurts someone's feelings, and I don't want to say things in anger because when your emotions are high, your logic's low, and you're just going to say something wild, and now... That's, that's been his problem. And he does it all the time, and then he's wondering, like, oh, a lot of people don't like me. Bro, you put yourself in that position. But, like, this punk thing, I get tired of talking about him because I'm just like, bro, what more do you want? You're 45. You're rich. You have a, you have a wife. Yeah. You, you have a dog. You, you've done comic books. You've done MMA. You've done shows. Huh? You've done UFC. You've done everything. What are you so mad about? But, like you said, it's insecurities. When you never feel like you're at the top. He couldn't even main event <laughs> all in. I'm like, bro, you have a chance to main event there at WrestleMania. You still didn't do it. Bro, maybe you're just not that guy. Maybe that's that's what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, well, Yankwe, you're the resident One Piece fan. Obviously, Woo! a big announcement happened. As, uh, actually, you were just watching before I got here. Uh, their Netflix uh, live-action show. What are your thoughts? Listen, listen. I didn't think. I was a little worried. I, I know. I remember. I remember I texted you about it. You were like, uh, I don't know about this. But... The way they've done the story, they did. They took a chance because a lot of people thought they were going to do it exactly like the anime and the manga. They didn't. They put their own spin on it. Sometimes it's like a little horror. Sometimes it's like yeah. I saw it. I saw. I was watching a little bit of it before we started the show. It seemed kind of serious. I was like, oh, it's not even like they like the show, it, the cartoon. They make it goofy sometimes, but it's like little bits in between. You got to think about it. this is a world based off of. A boy who has rubber powers. How serious can you make this? Yeah. And they did it. <laughs> yeah. They did it. Yo, shout out to Ichiro, the god Oda. That man is winning on all sorts of life. He, I have a question about him, though. What? I've noticed that in, in pictures I've seen online that he covers his face. He don't want to be seen. Okay. He okay. don't want to be seen. And you know what? I respect it. Don't don't have that man's face showing up. <laughs> Do not show his face. That man wants to wear a, a SpongeBob hat. Let him do it. Let him do it. This man is created one of the biggest masterpieces I've seen in my lifetime. And I'm glad that I was there since 2003. Going to Pathmark looking for Shonen Jump. Oh, wow. That's that's real old school right there. Yeah, come on, man. Like, I was Pathmark, here. Pathmark, I was there. I remember I got my first month uh, yearly subscription to Shonen Jump. Used to send that thing to my mail. I was reading One Piece. 
got off of it a little bit because once I stopped getting my Shonen Jump, it was hard to find it. It's hard to find anime. Yeah, back, back then, then, especially back yeah. then, early 2000s. Uh. Um, it was cool. Once I found it, I never got off. One Piece, best anime, best main character, best story. And its world building is beautiful. I love that it doesn't feel small. It doesn't feel like Luffy's the world. The world is still happening even if Luffy's doing something. The world, it's like our world. What we're doing here is not affecting this world. Yeah, the world it's is very still small. Moving. Very small, yeah. I love that. That's older getting. A lot of um, anime writers don't do that. Sometimes they center in on their, their yeah, um, character, character yeah. too much. And that's it loses its plot. Mm-hmm. Like, if Goku doesn't, it affects the whole world. If Luffy does something, it might. But there's still stuff being going going on that's not that's not part of him. Mm-hmm. So, but nah, love it. Love it. Like I said, check out One Piece. We always take people on the ship. I'm going to get my straw hat later on this year. <laughs> All right, any final thoughts before we wrap things up? Watch One Piece. Watch <laughs> One Piece. But honestly, take care of yourselves. Enjoy y'all Labor Day week. All right, that's it for Post Game Narratives. We'll see you next episode. We out. So you want me to do the promotion? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs>